Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. God's a great God. I know that's right. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, everybody. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. There are other places that we can be. Some people decided to stay home, but we made an effort to be in God's house this night. And that's not something that we should take lightly. Right. It's always a privilege. God gives us a privilege to be in his house. Yeah. It's a privilege for us to be able to serve him. And I give God thanks tonight that he allowed us to be in his house. Yeah. I know specifically some people that uh, got locked up and they wish they could be in the house That's of the right. Lord to serve him. But they're not able to. We have freedom tonight and we have an opportunity to be in the house of the Lord. And yeah. we can give God thanks and praise for all that he has done. That's right. Book of Luke, chapter 22, the Lord began to speak unto a certain disciple at the time who went on to become an apostle. But he said to this disciple before he was an apostle, he said, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you, to have you and to sift you as wheat. And such is the case with the body of Christ. Satan, he does not want us to succeed in the church. That's right. He wants to sift us. He wants to take us out any way he possibly can. But I thank God tonight that he said that, uh, Simon, you know what? He desires to have you, and um, he desires to sift you, but I have prayed for you. Yes. And I thank God for the prayers of the church tonight because God, he will protect his people because of the prayers of the ministry and the prayers of the leadership. Thank God you, knows how to grant that protection. Yeah. And he said, you know, furthermore, Simon, that uh, I have an assignment for you, but you can't do this assignment until something happens. And he said, when you are converted, then yes. you go forth and strengthen the brethren. Yes. There's an assignment that God has for each and every one of us, Come but on. we can't do it until we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, right. until we get baptized That's in Jesus' right. name. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My God, my God, my God. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, you may be seated. He said, he said when you get converted. Yeah. One thing about it, he didn't say when you uh, decided to start to attend church regularly, and that is a good thing, and we want everybody to attend church regularly, but he said when you get converted, there is a specific conversion that has to take place in each and every one of our lives. If we want to make it to heaven, if we want to accomplish the will of God, we have to be converted. That's why he told us uh, on the day of Pentecost, he said, uh, the men and brethren said, what shall we do? And the great apostle at this time, after he was converted, right. he knew exactly what his assignment was. Yeah. And he was able to fulfill that assignment yeah. after he got converted. Yeah. And he told me, they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? And he told them exactly what to do. Yeah. You have to do exactly what I had to do. I had to get converted. So you need to repent of your sins. You need to get baptized in Jesus' name yeah. and receive the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And I give God thanks tonight because he has done great things. Yeah. He gives us a purpose. So many people in this world don't have a purpose. That's right. They don't know what they're doing. They're just going through life, you know, doing whatever That's takes right. place, whatever feels good. The Bible talks about men being lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. That yeah. is the case of this world tonight. They're doing everything that, that brings pleasure to them, whatever that feels good. That's what they're going to do. But I thank God when we get in the church, we have a genuine purpose. Yes. We have a reason for doing what we're doing. Yes. We have an existence tonight that we can worship and magnify God. Be 
be seated. Wonderful God. Thank you. First thing you told him was to repent. Yes. And oftentimes I think sometimes we get confused with repentance and confession. Yes. Confession just means to, to tell God that you're sorry or to confess your sins. That's one thing. And we need to confess our sins. But repentance is turning away from yes. the sin. That's right. An example, the Bible says, if you stole the steal no more. If the person is going to the club, you stop going to the club right. and you start doing a different thing. That's repentance. Yes. God is seeking 100% true repentance. Yes. He won't accept anything less. If we're drinking, stop the drinking. That's it. That's true repentance. Yes. If they're smoking, stop the smoking. That's true repentance. And I think that's, that's one of the great things that God, uh, he gives unto his church. He gives us an opportunity to repent. Yes. He told in, in the book of John to bring forth fruit meat for repentance the only thing that god is going to accept by way of repentance is to cut off the action that's, that's sinful right. and to turn away from it and to stop doing it right that's a true repentance that yeah. god is looking for i remember seeing pastor telling us about a certain individual he said um i want a hundred percent full repentance and i don't think the individual was too uh, willing to give that 100 percent repentance but that's the only thing God is going to accept. That's right. That's the only thing that will stop somebody from getting the Holy Ghost is a true repentance. Yeah. When we decide that we're going to cut it off and stop doing whatever it is that's not pleasing in God's sight, he'll go ahead and give us the Holy Ghost. Yes. He'll fill us with that baptism of his spirit. Yes. He'll give us power to live above sin. Yes. He'll give us power to serve and to worship him tonight. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Let's continue to give God thanks and praise for all that he has done. Jesus' name and Jesus' name. All right, pal. Praise so us just get ready. Everybody say, God bless the offering. God bless the offering. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right.
Thank you, thank you, thank you, great God. All right, everybody said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Our God is a great God. He's right here. Amen. I want your heart and your mind to be on Him. And on the good word of the Lord, Pastor Mila's coming. I want to hear the, the good book tonight. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Last Wednesday, last service on Wednesday, we're blessed by brother and sister weekly. Yes. Great service, but one of the things that Brother Weekly said that really touched me. He said that he was, and I know we don't like to like to use the word I seen the pastor said last night, but he said he was real proud of his church, and I touched my heart because man, I I am proud of my church. I'm thankful that God has put me right here yeah. in the body of Christ. Yeah. I'm so glad to be a part of the church of the living God. It makes me happy to think that man. I was just a little lost, sinful little boy, and then someone came, invited me to church, took time with me, and I got the Holy Ghost. I got baptized in Jesus' name, and now I'm here, and I'm so happy to be right here in the church, to be a part of the body of Christ. I like the way that in the Bible, the book of in the Old Testament there, it said, you know, what nation is there that's so great right. to have a God so near unto them? I mean, that's us tonight. That's right. Like, what people, what people are so great to have a God that is so near unto them? I'm glad tonight that we have a God that is near. Yeah. He's yeah. close. He's right here. He's not a million miles away, but God is right here with us tonight. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Amen. I have a, do have a scripture in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter Chapter number two, verse 12, it says, And that at time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenant promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. Sad. Verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus, who ye sometimes were afar off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Yeah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Verse 19. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the, with the saints and of the house of God. You may be seated. I thank God tonight that these two words, verse, the first two words in verse 13 says, but now. Like I said before, before, before Christ and before the church, you know, I was just a lost, regular old little boy. Thank God that he gave me the Holy Ghost. Thank yeah. God that right now I'm in the church. Brother Thomas talked about the conversion. I thank God that, I, that, you know, that we have gone through that conversion process that no longer, right here he said, man, we were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers of the covenant promise. We had no hope because we were without God. But verse 13 says, but now. I thank God tonight for the but now that God is able to give us. Yeah. That no longer are we strangers and aliens and cut off, but now Christ has made a way where we can come in and we can be a part of the church. Amen? Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. Isn't that wonderful that God didn't just leave us out there in the world? Right. He didn't just leave us out there, on, strung Lord. out on, on drugs. Lord. Amen? But now, I thank God that he gave me a but now. Amen? Aren't you glad God gave you a butt now? Praise God. Amen. You may be seated. Brother Thomas talked about those that were smoking and drinking and all of that stuff. Come on. Think about that. That was us. That we were once, And if you didn't do it, you know, your life surely was heading that way. But now, yeah. the Bible says, but now. Yeah. Look at me now. But now I'm in the church. Yeah. Now my yeah. hands are lifted up. Yeah. Now I'm saved by grace through faith. Amen. Isn't it great to have a but now? Isn't it wonderful that you can say, hey, but now I'm saved. But now I don't drink. But now I don't smoke. But now I lost my attitude. But now, amen. Yeah. You may be seated. Yeah. You read in the Bible, throughout the Bible, you read about those that had some great but nows. Paul was one of them. Before he was, he was converted, he was once, he was Saul starting off. And the Bible said that he was Breathing out, threatening, slaughtering. She was hailing men and women, committing them into prison, doing all kind of crazy stuff, fighting against the church. He he told he in the in the later on in the New Testament he said, hey, he said, man, I was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. He said I was of the the stock of Israel, tribe of Benjamin. All this thing, he said, but all of those, he said, I count loss. Yeah. He said, all of those great things that I did, he said, it's like poo-poo. It's like dung, he said, because now, he said, now I've been saved by grace, and now I have the accuracy and the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Right. Amen? Ain't, it great? Ain't, it, ain't you happy to say, hey, but now, now I know Jesus, and everything I did before, it was nothing. It was nothing. All the money, all the, all the knowledge that I got, it was nothing, because now I know Jesus. Yeah. Amen. I'm thankful that God has given you and I a but now. A but now. Amen. You may be seated. It was, I forget who it was, but I, I heard it. I think I heard some pastor said, but talk about an elderly person that grew most of their life within church. And uh, she's, I think it was she, she said that, um, man, my life before the church, I can't even remember it. I can't even remember what I did before the church. This is all I know. You know, that's how I want my life to be. I want yeah. my life to be now. I only remember how the person that I used to be because God has so, so changed my life yeah. and so rearranged me and gave me a but now. But now I'm saved when yeah. once I was lost. But now I'm delivered when once I was in, 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 in you know, there was a, there was a guy, he was, he was doing an interview 
and he had had a real bad wreck. And they was talking to him, and they was like, you know, he, he flipped over, and the car was on fire. And they would ask them, they said, man, if they, when you were in the wreck, you know, what, what were you thinking? What were you thinking in there? He said, I wanted to get out. I wanted to get out. My, my, the only thing in my mind was I wanted to get out of that car because I knew it was on fire and I was going to burn. And I just wanted to get out. And that's how I feel. You know, I'm glad that God gave me a butt now and I'm yeah. out this world. Yeah. That I'm out this world. That I'm saved from the right. flames of right. hell. That God saved me and gave me a butt yeah. now and said, you're not going to die. But now you're going to live. Amen. Thank God for deliverance. Thank God for deliverance. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. A guy by the name of Legion in the New Testament, he had a great but now. Yeah. You read about him, you know, the Bible did give us the, 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 the story before Jesus, pre-Jesus, before Jesus talked to him. The Bible said that he was in the tombs crying and cutting himself, you know, naked and, and just no one could tame him. He was filled with devils. But then he met Jesus. Jesus came on the shore and Jesus began to talk to him. And Jesus touched him and cast those devils out of him. And But now we read that he's sitting, he's clothed, and he's in his right mind. What a great but now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, you know, people can say that about us. Man, you and I remember when you was younger, man, no one can control you. You did whatever you want to do, but now look at you. Look at you. You're in the church. Look at you. Your hands are lifted high. You was just some wild thing out there in the world, but God said, hey, come into the church. I have a plan for you. Amen. Are you happy about the but now? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But now we're saved. But now we're in our right mind. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. But, you know, just as there are positive, there's always a negative. You know, it's good to have a great but now and then a positive but now, but there are many examples of, of a but now that is negative. Many examples that are negative. You read about, you read about the Bible talks about demons. The Bible, you know, the apostle called demons, who was a, a fellow laborer. Yeah. He called them that. He said, he said, demons, my fellow laborer. Then you read on and you read about how that Demons, the same guy who was the fellow laborer who helped the apostles, who seen great miracles, who probably preached and did great, wonderful things. You read later on where they say, demons have forsaken us. Why? Having loved this present world. Right. That's a negative but now. Yeah. That's a ne I've been here for a while, and, and I don't want to say blessed, but I have seen people that been in this church that stood, but now yeah. they're not there. I seen young people that I grew up with, and you look at them and you say, hey, you can even tell by looking at them that they once sat on these pews. Their butt now has become negative. Now they're not a child of God. I don't want that to be said of these young people here today. Like, hey, I remember you sat on these front rows. You dressed right. But now, look at you. I don't want to be like, look at these young men and say, hey, you talk throughout. But now, every word that's coming out of your mouth, every other word is cussing word. Yeah. That's not what we want. Right. We don't want a negative but now, but we want a good but now. Yeah. We don't want a but now to say, hey, he's still in the church. Yeah. Hey, she's still faithful. Yeah. She's still dressing right. Come on, we got to keep that but now positive. Because there is a devil. There is a devil that wants to switch your but now up. You may be seated. He wants to say, hey. You once were in church, you didn't partake of none of that, but now you're out of the church. Now you're partaking of everything that is worldly. That's not, I don't want that to be my story tonight. That's I don't right. want that to be my but now. That's right. I don't want that to be my but now, church family. We got to hold tight to our but now that it stays positive, that it stays good and righteous. Yes. Amen? Yes. Don't let the devil let you, you know, 
You know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the New Testament, the book of John, John chapter 9, I think it was, where there was a, a man that was blind, the Bible says, blind, never seen, he was blind from birth. And they asked Jesus, they said, Jesus, who sinned? He said, his parents or him, who sinned? And Jesus said, no one sinned. This is done so that the works of God may be manifest through him. And Jesus went in and made clay and spit and mixed it together, put it on the man's knife and told him, hey, go wash in the pool of Siloam. He went out. He did what Jesus said. Isn't it good to do what Jesus said? Yes. And it's good to be obedient. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hey, we're the ones that have the problem, so we got to be the ones that listen. Yes. But he told me, he said, hey, you go and you wash. And he did. And the Bible said that he went he came singing. Bible, Jesus healed that man. Great, wonderful thing. That Jesus did. But you read where there was people in there. And I, just from my understanding, as I read the, the, the Bible, it's like the religious people of that day were so blind and so it just went straight over the head that this man once was blind and now he's seen, but they would just want to take issue with it. It's, to me, it felt like they were just watering down what God had done in his life. Just, I mean, he was blind. Why couldn't everybody just be happy? But they called Jesus a sinner because Jesus made mud and told him to go wash. And it was a Sabbath day. And they were just poo-pooing the whole thing, just downing the whole thing. What God did. Here a man that was blind from birth and God healed them. And now he's seeing. But all they could do is rationalize and just throw water on the great blessing that God has done. And I'll tell you, that's what the devil wants to do. And he, do it through, he does it through people. He does it through religion and just want to just water everything down. Right. They told the man, they said, oh, no, it's not him. It's not him. It's some other guy that looks like him. And he, he had to, the man that was blind had to speak up and say, no, it is I. You know, isn't, isn't that great that God can do such a work in our life yes. that the people closest to us can't even recognize us? And they say, hey, that's not him either. No, it is me. It is me. I once was blind, but now I see. Amen. Woo. Thank God that God can do a work in our life that can change us. That people who are even close to us won't even recognize who we are. Amen. But now, don't let the devil water that down. You may be seated. Don't let the devil say, okay, well, it, it ain't really happened. Come on. They said, they, they, they called Jesus a sinner. <laughs> the man was like, I don't know if Jesus, I don't know about that. He said, all I know is I once was blind, but now, now I'm seeing. Right. Now I'm seeing. Yes. I ain't letting the devil trying to just, you know, do God has done the work in my life and he, in the, the religious world and everyone else just want to come and just bring a whirlwind of doubt and whirlwind of, oh, if, if, he, if it was a good thing, if Jesus was really a good person, he never would have did that on the Sabbath day. Oh, that kind of foolishness. Jesus said, I am the Sabbath. But now, don't let the devil water that down. Don't let people in the world water that down and say, oh, man, it ain't really what it was. No, it is what it was. I once was blind. I know that. I know where my life was pre-Jesus Christ, pre-the church. I know what kind of person I was. I know my thinking. Don't try to tell me that God ain't do nothing for me. Amen? Amen. Don't let the devil talk you out what God did for you. Or maybe it was a mistake coming into the church. Don't let the devil tell you that. Come on, God will give you a but now if you stick with and be obedient to what he said. Amen. But now, but now, thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Another one was was uh, in, the, in the Old Testament with Saul. You read where, where Israel began, began to rebel against God, and they said, we want a king just like other nations. And Samuel was kind of heartbroken about it, and, and, and 
God told them, say, don't be heartbroken. If they ain't rejected you, they rejected me. Right. They rejected me. And they, they had a, you know, God was going to give them a butt now that was going to be so amazing. God said, I'm going to be your king. I'm going to yeah. be the one that judge over you. Isn't it good that God is our king? Yeah. That God is the one that judge over us? Yeah. Not the devil? Right. Hey, and I love that. I, I don't want to step out of that for nothing. God rule over me because I know you can give me a butt now. That's amazing. That's great. That's wonderful. Amen. But they said, you may be seated. They said, come on. They said, we want to be like every other nation. Give us a king. And then Samuel warned them, said, if I give you a king, he said, he's going to take your kids. You know, they're going to have to serve. He's going to take your land. And it's like, we don't care. We, you know, we can be so stubborn sometimes. God, yes. we could be stubborn. That's we right. could be so stubborn. But, you know, Jesus, God said, all right, that's what you want. So they went and they got Saul. The Bible said, but that's what I want to talk about. Saul, the Bible said that he was a goodly, a goodly child, a goodly person. The Bible said that all the children, there was not one man as goodly as him. He was a good person. He had a good attitude. And that was a good start. But then you read later on where Saul, he began to get puffed up. He began to get proud after being promoted and God blessing him. And you'll read that now he's fighting and arguing with Samuel, the same one that anointed him. Now he's arguing with him. And fortune, you know, it's amazing because the, 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 the commandment that went forth was go, kill everything. Kill, I'm going to use you to, to, to bring judgment, kill the, the king and all the animals, everything. And you'll read where Saul, he didn't want to. He, he kept some of the things back. And when Samuel came and said, hey, have you done what the Lord said? He said, yeah, I have. And Samuel said, no, you didn't do what the Lord said. And here Samuel, and here Saul's like, yeah, I did. I mean, he's arguing with the man of God. Could you imagine that? When before he was goodly, the Bible said that he was hiding among the stuff because he, he was, he was like, afraid, I guess, uh, humble he was. He was very humble in the beginning. But then God began to lift him up, and now he's proud of where he's trying to tell the man of God. Arguing with Samuel said, yeah, I did do the commandment of God. I did. I mean, Samuel, Samuel's like, no, you didn't. God told you to kill everything. What is this? What is all these sheep? What is all these animals? Oh, I kept them for sacrifice. You're arguing, arguing with the man of God. I don't want that to be my butt now. Right. I don't want that to be my butt now where God, I started off so humble, and God began to promote me and lift me up, and now I'm arguing with the man of God. And also he went and he's chasing David around all through the countryside and trying to just do things that not, it wasn't even his business to be doing. I don't want that to be my butt now, but I want to have a butt now that say, hey, I stayed humble. I stayed humble, and all the way through, God has changed my life, yeah. and God has promoted me and strengthened me, and now I'm still in the church. Now I'm still a part of the body of Christ. Right. I'm thankful today that God is wanting to give each and every one of us a butt now that is positive, that is good, yeah. a butt now that you can be thankful about, that people can look and say, yeah, yeah, I, I know them. I, I grew up with so-and-so, and, -so and mm -hmm, they were bad. But now look at that in the church. Now look at me. Look at me now. Thank God. Hey Amen. I'm so glad when I get to see people and they know who, they know me and they know who I am. They know who my family are and they look at me and say, "Man, that boy has changed." And if not, I'm not proud. But thank God He gave us a button yeah, out. Thank, thank God you. He said, "Hey, I'm pulling you out of the fire. Right. I'm pulling you out of this right. world. Right. Pull me out of the world, God. Give me a button now that is so great and so positive." Thank you, Lord. But now, thank, thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe see seated. Great God. Thank you. Great God. Book of Deuteronomy, Jesus begin God, that they call it the second, the second commandment, the second commandment, because it was the second time Moses was giving it to the people. 
And he went and he told him, he said, okay, this is how we're going to live. You know, God is going to give you, a, if you stick with God, he's going to give you a button now that is awesome and amazing. Right. It's going to be so great if you stick, if you listen yeah. to what I'm telling you. And Moses began to put it to pen and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're not going to do. We're going to eat this. We're not going to eat that. We're going to be a part of this. We're not going to be a part of that. Uh, we're going to commandment statutes that we're going to follow. This is how we're going to do it. Everything was laid out. Everything was laid out for him. And he said, not only do I want this for you, but I want this also for your children. And he began to tell them, say, hey, these are your commandments that you need to teach diligently to your kids yeah. as they're coming up. Teach them to them. Yeah. And he said, and if they ask you, he said, they ask you, what meaneth these commandments? Deuteronomy chapter 6. He said, when your kids and your sons and daughters ask you, what meaneth all of these commandments? Why do we go to church so much, mom, dad? Why do we listen to the pastor, mom, and dad? He said, they ask you, this is what I want you to tell them. He said, I want you to tell them that you once were in Egypt. Tell them your testimony. Tell him what God did. He said, we once was bondmen, but now, yeah. amen, but now God changed us and took us out of Egypt, and now we're coming the people of God. Amen? Yeah. We got to tell this but now to our children. Yeah. We got to hand it down to them and say, hey, this is why we do what we do. God gave us a testimony. We were lost in this world. We were dying, going to hell, but now he saved us. This is why we go to church. This is why we listen. Amen? We got to hand down the but now. We got to hand down the but now. I tell the kids our testimony. Yeah. I tell the boys all the time the type of person that I could have been yeah. and what and the things that I did. But God saved me. Yeah. But God delivered me. Amen. Yeah. Don't be afraid to tell the young ones what God has done in our lives. That's right. That's Amen. Right. A but now that's great. You may be seated. I, I was. I told senior pastor. I told a couple of the other ones. That I heard a, a a guy. He was talking about. He was talking about young people. He said. They noticed, it's a group of them, secular college, and they were doing a study, and they said they noticed that a lot, of, a lot of people were leaving the church. Now, this is not truth church, but this is church in general. And uh, he said a lot of people are leaving the church, and not only are people leaving the church, but a lot of young people are leaving the church. Usually right around late high school, early college, a lot of kids, they're not, they're not sticking with church. They're not they're not doing what's right. And he wanted to know why. He wanted to figure out why. So, you know, they want to put a percentage. They want to put a math, a math thing on everything. But they say it's like 70, 70 to 80 percent of kids, when they get around that age, they round up leaving the church and they want to figure out why. What was the reason for it? And they did a study and they came out. They said, oh, social media and all this kind of stuff and name a couple more things. But one of the things that got me that I, that I paid attention to was that they said that they were growing up, and the church was saying one thing, but as they went home, the home was saying another thing, and it caused for a lot of confusion right. in the child's mind. Right. So when a child got to the point where they made their own decision, they just gave it up. It was too much for them. They got very confused. And I began to think, like, man, it's so important that we be in line and sync, all of us, with what's going on. The but now that God can give us, yeah. the great harvest and great work that God can do our lives that we, hey, we all, you know, the Bible said that Paul told me, I admonish you that we all speak the same thing. Yeah. And that we all be in the same mind and judgment. Yeah. We have to be all one mind and one accord and one sync that God can give us a great but now. Yeah. That God can touch our kids and give them a great yeah. but now. And say, hey, they've been in the church all their lives, and they're but now they're they're still in the church. Yeah. Amen. I want that. I want to see that. I want God to do it. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear, you know, well, dad said so-and-so, 
Well, pastor say so-and-so. No, we got to be in line. We got to be in sync with what God's want to do, that God can do a great work. Yeah. Hey, we got to teach it. He said, teach it. Teach it. Teach it diligently. Yeah. He said, teach it. Then tell them. Tell them where you came from. Tell them how all that I've done. Tell them how you were in the wilderness and I fed you, that God can give us a great but now. Amen? Yeah. I want that but now, church family. Yeah. I know you want it. I don't want to have a negative. I don't want to have a negative but now, but I want to have a great Holy Ghost positive yeah. but now. Yeah. That I'm in the church. Yes. That I'm still here. Yes. Amen. I don't want to be a, another number day to say, okay, that's another one. That's another one gone. Okay, that's another one. That's another one. I don't want that to, I don't want that to be me. I want my butt now to be, hey, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still dressing right. I'm still talking right. I'm yeah. still humble. I'm still listening. Amen. Amen. It's a great butt now. It's a great butt now coming. It's a great butt now coming. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God and thank God and thank God. You could remain standing. This is Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 8. For in some time, for, for you were sometimes darkness. Yes. But now, now. you are in the light. Yes. Thank God. Amen. You were sometimes in darkness. Yeah. But now, you're in the light. Thank you, Jesus. Another one here. This is Philemon, Philemon, verse 11, which in time past was unprofitable. It wasn't that us? Unprofitable. Yeah. Uh -huh. But now, now we're profitable. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't that great? Right. One time you were, you were unprofitable. You were good for nothing. <laughs> you know, we were. We got to tell ourselves that. You know, we, you know this, this flesh want to get proud to get puffed up and say, hey, I made it. I mean, you know, I'm making money. Everything's going good. I'm profitable. <laughs> no. One time you were unprofitable, but now God has made us profitable. He made us worth something now. You know, the Bible talks about treasures and earthen vessels. That's the Holy Ghost. Yes. That's the Holy Ghost. Yes. That's what we have, and that makes us worth. The Holy Ghost is what makes us worth it. That's right. Amen. But now we're profitable. Yes. Praise God. I do have one more. First Peter. And I ain't going to find it. I have a way of hiding. Yeah, they do. First Peter chapter 2, verse 10. Which in time past, you were not a people. Right. But now, yeah. the people of God, which have, have not attained mercy, but now attain mercy. But now, before we were not even a people. Right. We were not even a people, but yeah. God called us into the church. Yeah. He called us into the church. Yeah. The, if there's anybody or any people I want to be a part of, I want to be a part of that people. And that's the only people that would matter. The church. But now we're in the church. Yes. But now we were unprofitable. Now we're profitable to God and to his church. And I want it to stay that way. Yes. I want it to stay that way. Amen? Amen. I want to stay profitable to God. I want to stay profitable to his kingdom. Let's lift our hearts with our hands thank tonight. You, God, I thank you. Thank you great, I thank great, you, Lord, for everything great, that you're great, able to do, oh God. We love you, oh, we're praying, Lord, that you will we're touch and strengthen each and every one of us. Help us, dear God, to have a great, bright future in you, Lord. We know it's only in you, dear God, can give us a great life, God. And we want to stay focused. We want that button now to be wonderful and glorious, Jesus. Thank you for all that you've done, changing us, Jesus, taking us out of darkness, bringing us into light, God. And we want to stay right here in that light. We want to remain faithful and holy, oh God. Thank you for your truth and your great word today.
on now. Let's worship him. Take a moment. Thank him for the life he's given you. Let him know you appreciate it. Oh, Lord, help me. Help me, Lord, to be humble and appreciative. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you sacrifice your life so I can be free, so I can be whole, so I can tell everyone that day. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was the devil. So you sacrificed your life. So I can be free. So I can be whole. So I can tell you thought I, you thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was the devil. So you sacrificed your life. So I can be. So I can be whole, so I can tell everyone I love. To the Lord, 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 to the Cause I am whole And I will tell everyone I love So holy So glory To the God To the God who changed my life So I will praise you I'll worship you I'll give you glory I'll worship you Oh, give me glory. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Baby, so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was the devil. So you sacrificed. So I can be free, so I can be whole, so I can tell everyone I know. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, holy, holy, holy God. Thank you, King of kings, Lord of lords, God of gods. I give you praise and glory and honor. Jesus' great, holy, and mighty name, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Everybody said, praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. Let's make sure that we're appreciative, thankful, and humble before the Lord. All good advice, all good characteristics. Help us, Lord, every day. Help us. All right. Tomorrow night is prayer right here at 7. In the meantime, between now and then, I hope everything goes real good for you. If it doesn't, call me. We'll be praying. You know that. And we love you. And we